Hey, good morning, my friends. Hope you're doing well on this day of rest. Today is the 12th. Oh, that looks nice. We're working on the, uh, got another chainsaw carver heading down the hill there. He's been taking his sweet-ass time. Looks like he carved a nice rose into this stump that remains just just uh, on the side, along the side of the road in front of this house. It'll look nice. Little does he realize the uh, that nothing is forever and these carvings that we leave outside, they've got maybe five years if you take good care of them. It's the elements and the bugs and the, all that stuff. <clears throat> it fucks with them, man. Destroys them. Put, bring them inside, they'll last for a long, long time. They might crack, but you can mend that. Anyway, today is the 12th of July, 2020. Beautiful day in Pennsylvania. A couple clouds in the sky, that's it. 90 degrees. Still reeling from uh, our trip, our vacation we took out to Michigan this past week. Unbelievable, my friends, just like last year. I like to say the lake is my frequency. Water, man, find the water. If you're struggling right now, physically, mentally, find the fucking water. Find a creek that you can go sit on the bank of, or a river, or the ocean, or a lake, whatever you can find, even a friggin' pond. Go out there and see the little creatures scurrying around on top of the water and maybe catch a glimpse of a couple fish or bring your fishing pole. Listen to the, the frogs and the, the sounds of the water. The flow of the water. It rained pretty significantly over the past week here, I guess. It was freaking pristine. It was beautiful sun, freaking blistering sun out in Michigan, I'll tell you that, it was, I mean, it was wonderful because you can, the sun isn't so bad, it's, it's a great accompaniment to uh, the lake, because you can just cool down the lake, right? Jump in, cool off, chill out. So it was a great trip. I'm sure that we're similar. We're all do the same shit, right? Humans. You go out on vacation, whether you're going down to Disneyland or Disney World or wherever, the, you know, going up in the mountains. Or I have friends that take their all-terrain vehicles down to West Virginia and in the mountains of West Virginia. They call it the Hatfield-McCoy Trails. Whenever you go on vacation, you try to find a way that you can leave your real life behind, your occupation and your mortgage and your social whatever. And all these things are great things in a lot of ways, and there's no place like home when it comes right down to it, but we're trying to find ways you can stay on vacation or cobble together some kind of, you know, whatever. Dream about your retirement vacation more, buy a house 
at the place. You ever do that? Start looking at realty signs or beach houses and stuff. We do that. I do that all the time. So, trip out to Michigan. Let's get to it. I got 15 minutes or so till I get to the office here. Um, heading down there on a Sunday because the schedule is crazy busy this week to compensate for my absence last week, right? So back to business, back to the grind. It's going to be nothing over the next month, but uh, golly gee willikers, how are we going to get these kids back in the classroom, right? It's going to be all over the news. Meanwhile, coronavirus cases spike. Hospitals in some places are reaching capacity. People are going back and forth with whether or not they should just walk out and take a spray of the coronavirus in the face and deal with it so that we can generate herd immunity and others are like, oh my fucking God. Last week, um, the scientific community came out and uh, divulged that shit's airborne and in fact I read something yesterday that said 30 meters or more somebody coughs across the room or is running by you or whatever on the sidewalk fucking shit can can linger man small viral particles join the soup the mixture the colloid if you will of of things that are in our air that we can't see but are there nonetheless and coronavirus just join on in it's another critter that's circulating what happens to it in the atmosphere what happens to it in the ambient air that we breathe what I'm driving through right now as the wind passes hits my windshield and envelops the car and trails behind me what happens what is going on in that microscopic world that is see-through to us Anyway, we left at friggin' 10 o'clock at night to arrive at 8 o'clock in the morning in Holland, Michigan. I will never drive overnight like that again. It was a fucking mistake. Yeah, there was no traffic. Yeah, we made good time. Took maybe an hour off our trip. But it, it was rough, man. Like, having swooped like that in a long time. Back in the Marine Corps day, we used to call it swooping when you jump in the car with freaking small bag of gear and head home to your home of record, to your sweetheart, to your family and normalcy, where everybody celebrates your service and all this shit. Jump in the car, drive a I-95, take some little back roads to get to it, and then fly freaking 80, 90 miles per hour up the road, 100 miles an hour, trying to get home, trying to make time not wanting to stop, marveled at the incredible capabilities of these vehicles that we've created, they just fucking keep on driving, if you're lucky, right, take care of it, they'll get you from point A to point B really, really well, so it was 700 miles, 730 miles, something like that, from Pennsylvania to Holland, Michigan. We made it there at 8 o'clock in the morning. 
stopped at this little place called DeBoer's, which is a a Dutch. It's a whole community's Dutch, got Dutch origins, right? So, Holland, Michigan, right? <clears throat> DeBoer's is like a little bakery place. You get a cup of coffee, a, a loaf of bread. It's fucking delicious, you know, it's great. I got a sausage, egg, and cheese. We sat in a picnic table just across the way, a little area where there's some picnic tables and big rocks, big boulders. You could sit on and around and have a little picnic. So early in the morning, everybody, all the local peeps that coming in for the weekend or the holiday weekend, it was the 4th of July, the morning of, we got there, sat there and licked our wounds from the ride and bewildered and just happy to be at our destination for vacation. We had our breakfast and then we meandered down the road a couple miles and pulled into our vacation home, which is Mandy's aunt and uncle. This place is fucking a few years old. It's a damn mansion, essentially. Right on the beach, right on the lake. Look out. You got four stories. You got an elevator in the fucking place. Everything's brand new, beautiful. Hospitality over the top. Everybody glad to see us. We were over the moon. Inspired to be there. What do we do? We unpack. We jump right in the lake. Kids are swimming like fish. Taking in the sun. Bathing in the water, it was perfect temperature, so relaxing. Look across, there's people out there on their boats, a couple little firecrackers going off here and there. We had some nice meals. Woke up in the morning, had made breakfast for myself. They had a little egg poacher. I freaking poached four eggs. Put on some bed of leafy greens. Nice cup of coffee. Head out to the dock. Step onto it. And it dips down. It's got blue poly barrels underneath, keeping it afloat. A little hasty dock. Two kayaks on it and two paddle boards. And found my fishing pole from last year that I bought. A little shit eater ultralight. Looked at my tackle. Figured I'd go down to the little. They got a little store there. It's called uh, Weersmas. Weersmas, it's called, but it's spelled with a W because it's Dutch again. Holland, Michigan. Figure I go down there, you can get everything in this little place. Little fucking corner store by the lake. Everybody goes and gets their shit there. High quality stuff, all brand names. Walkable. Walked there all the, you know, several times. Figure I'd get my night crawlers there, and sure as shit, they got night crawlers. Get a 12 pack of beer, local stuff. Founders Centennial IPA. Boom. Back to the house. Swimming, boating. The next door neighbor's guy named Kurt. Oh my god, he's the most generous guy ever. He's got a house right on the water boat, speedboat throws us in there, takes us out. We beat our depth swim from last year. 
swimming in a depth of, uh, we head out the, in, the inlet, there's all these little boats and large and small. We saw the education secretary, Nancy DeVos, which means the fox. She's got a fucking gigantic cabin cruiser um, yacht that's heading out the inlet at the same time as us. I don't know if she was on it, but various family members or whoever. Probably got a captain on the boat. Probably got security on the boat. They got a fox, a big silver fox. It's medallion on the side of the boat. Emblem. Put out that inlet. Beautiful day. Lighthouse, what they call that. Big red. Old school lighthouse. Jetty. People sitting out there. Girls in skimpy bikinis on. Guys with their shirts off. People fishing, sunbathing, hanging out. Fourth of July. We go out to 70 foot of water, jump in beautifully. Chilly. Warm on the surface, a few feet below the surface, it's like 30 degrees cooler. Felt like that anyway. Beautiful water. Bobbing around, thankful. Had a comp had a uh, competition as to who could make the least splash diving in. Then we go to a place called the Bowl, which is a sand dune formation. It's like fucking, you walk out of the, we, we dropped anchor as close as we could to the shore, trudge on, to, on land, had water shoes this time so as to not scorch my feet walking on hot coals through this sugar sand. All the erosion, water, and wind on the shores of Lake Michigan here, right off the coast. There was a house that the elaborate uh, stairwell, wooden stairs going down from a, a mansion above, the ro erosion had caused the stair case network to uh, lose purchase and fell. And looking at erosion and thinking about the implications, land. Oh, look at this pregnant couple. Big belly. Little dog. So then we get this place called the Bowl. It's this huge erosion, beach erosion, sand dune complex. You go in the area. It was a long dune, so it was high, but it was also a long stretch to get to the top. So you're just trudging along, feet digging into the sand, finally get to the top. By the time you got there, it took so long, 10, 15 minutes, yeah, you had to turn around and run back down and get back to the boat. Kurt had to make it home for dinner. Nice fucking guy. Trying to give, show us a good time. Maintain precedent from last year with his generosity and kindness. He had to get home for dinner, though. So we get him home for dinner. We have dinner ourselves. The following day, we went out, rented a boat, 
tubed all day, exhausted, come home, go out for a dinner at a place called Big Lake Brewing Company. Holy shit, look at the size of this woman's ass. Sweep in the friggin' sidewalk. Woman, size of your ass. You need to fucking cut some, cut some weight. I'm sorry, my friend. Go out tubing all day long. Tubing, kids, me, me and the kids, Uncle Matt, Uncle Vince, Aunt Maureen, on a beautiful day, tubing around the lake. Went home, sun scorched, sapped of our energy, inspired by the experience. Went out to Big Lake Brewing Company, got a nice burger, sat sit around with my family, gave a toast to their people, our hosts, gracious hosts, with their generosity. Unbelievable. Went out for ice cream, did some friggin' mini golf. Wore our masks initially, but we were, there was sufficiently reduced number of individuals out there playing that we figured we could actually play mini golf without our masks. Thank God, had a, had a nice ice cream shake. Went home, took a walk. God, so many freaking great times. Met a friend, a friend I grew up with, Sean. We were joined at the hip, thick as thieves. Great friends. He lives in Michigan. He happened to be up that way. Um, on a lake himself, relaxing with his wife, who's a journalist, who's a producer for a Detroit news station, television. We let we met the next day at the Big Lake Brewing Company. Warm embrace. Good conversation, quick meal, see you later. Sort of thing where when you say, oh, well, if you're ever in Philly, look me up because you know, we'll link up. We actually did it. I think that that's wonderful that we took the time to do it. I was glad and, you know, no minimal sacrifices made to get together and who knows when the next time we'll be able to do so, we'll be. But maybe it started the start of something awesome. We get together regularly, yearly. So it was like that and repeat. You know, the following day we we rent a boat that it was a pontoon boat, brand fucking new. It's got a slide. It's got a sturdy aluminum deck on top that that's your uh, awning, your sunshade. You could stand on top of that, and there was a slide. So you go down that slide right into the water. Unbelievable. We had a great time. We had competitions as to the different things you do when you come off the slide. Like, can you do a pike? Can you do a dive? Can you do a, I call it the slinky slide, where you just let your spine conform to the slide and it drops you out into the lake, kind of like droopy. The slinky slide. That night, we caught 
three catfish and a little perch, big catfish, man, on night crawlers off that dock. On that dock that's sitting on a little lagoon that is nourished by water from Lake Makatawa, which ultimately drains into Lake Michigan. It's magical, you know, it's wonderful. We had some great meals together. I brought, I carved a uh, toadstool table, little end table. It's going to go between some chaise lounges that are our aunt ordered. I carved that the week prior to coming out, so I had something to bring to show our appreciation, small token of our appreciation for their generosity. I delivered that first thing. Great times, hugs all around, love, you know, and all the while there was a sense, you know, of what else was happening in the world, but not much of one, you know. We were concerned that we were going to go out there and not be able to do anything because of the pandemic, but life on the lake was still, still taking place. People clearly needed to get away and to get to the water and to get to their happy place and just needed a fucking break from all this monotony, you know. The grind, the news cycles, the the stress, the tension that you can is palpable out there today. So it was very nice to uh, to go on vacation. A wonderful time was had, and again, it makes you think, like, man, what can we do when we go back? What can I? How can we do this again sooner? Um, how can we get our own little place that we can you know, start to enjoy a beach beach vacation, a beach house, uh, a getaway? How can we square this away? How can we? How can I? At one point, in, in closing here, at one point I imagined there's this little pickle, this Heinz factory in town, and all they made was pickles. This Heinz manufacturing plant. So no ketchup, just pickles. And I thought, wow, how cool would it be if I could just sell my practice, keep teaching in some capacity, work in this fucking Heinz Heinz, uh, manufacturing plant, just making pickles. I'll go in there, I'll make some goddamn pickles, man. I'll bottle more pickles than you can damn shake a stick at. I'll humble those fuckers that are working there. I'm so good at brining pickles, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All so I could live in a place where the water meets the land and where life is a little bit simpler and you can walk to the corner store and get a some night crawlers and a 12-pack of local beer and you can stick your feet in the water off of the dock and go out on a boat every now and then and catch some fish and relax with your family and just decompress, man. Because we did that and I saw that everybody else was doing the same thing and maybe that's what makes vacation special. Maybe life in that little town was really no different than anybody else's hometown. I mean, obviously it was upscale and it was right on a beautiful lake and location, 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 right? Down the street somewhere there's somebody was getting ready to go do their shift at the pickle factory and they're probably their life is 
they're wondering if they can move to Florida because the winter sucks so bad in Michigan, you know? I'll mention one more thing. We went to this place called Mount Baldhead, which is looks like a little, it's like a white, big white, maybe 10-foot diameter ball on top of a mountain, hill, you know, one of the biggest terrain that I saw in the area. And it looks like it was some sort of observation tower or telescope or astrological or uh, meteorological instrument. And there's 300 wooden stairs, staircase of about 20, 20 per, uh, 20 stairs per staircase, and they're all linked up to the top, so you got to walk up 320 consecutive wooden stairs to get to the top. And by the time you get up there, you're exhausted but fulfilled, and you got a beautiful view. And then you go down the other side, and that takes you right to the beach, a place called Oval Beach. And your feet fucking get burned, even from the sand that can spill up into your uh, flippies, flip-flops. And you get down there and you jump in that water and it's beautiful. Any those of us who are familiar with the ocean, mostly, it's the same thing but no salt and clearer and calmer. And there we sat in the water, swimming around, throwing footballs, and then on the way back, I knew it was going to be hard to drag everybody back up that hot sand dune hill, so I broke some brush myself, filed the tree line, did some terrain association, walked, wound up walking into somebody's backyard, just a few feet from where uh, the parking lot was for the Mount Baldhead staircase, but this was just fucking awesome, man, I really enjoyed myself, and and I, I can't wait to do it again. And I do feel real recharged for the morning, um, coming back to my patients and resuming my life and finishing up a couple semesters with my teaching. You know, life is largely very good for us. Everybody's healthy. I'm inspired to get back in shape. Felt a little saggy, a little gray on vacation, which you usually do, and then you come back and you're like, oh, I gotta get, I gotta fucking walk every day, I wanna kettlebell every day, I wanna get in shape, get flexible again, breathe. I did listen to a couple podcasts while I was away. Two of them are noteworthy, and this is the finale here of this podcast. First one was Tim Ferriss, he interviewed um, Hugh Jackman, who was Wolverine, right? really interesting guy, gifted, talented performer, ultra successful. He talks about how he maintains his boundless energy and uh, his success in life. Next one I just, I'm listening to currently is a guy wrote a book on breathing. He was on the JRE podcast, Joe Rogan Experience, and he's talking about breathing and particularly nose breathing how important it is and we need to do more of it and there's all kinds of problems with mouth breathing and not to mention snoring and um, sleep apnea and shit like that some sort of method where you take a small piece of tape and put it between your lips before you hit the rack and that'll help you breathe more through your nose at night be more restful etc etc love you and respect back on track 
expect the podcast tomorrow morning on the way in. 